Hello, and welcome to Tough as Nails, a podcast centered on women manifesting and applying their strengths in all aspects of life. My name is Julie Bueno. Hi, I'm Beth Bird. And I'm Corey Masters. Ah, I'm so excited that we're finally doing this. We have talked about it for so long between all of our schedules and getting all of our equipment in and our logo. It's finally happening. And this is so exciting. So everyone, thank you for joining us. And we're excited to kick things off. I think for this first episode, we're going to take some time to tell everyone about us and our stories and how we met. Beth, do you want to take the lead on it and, and go first? Sure. Yeah. I have had the pleasure of working with both Julie and Corey in my role at Beacon Homes. And Julie and I actually have worked together twice. <laughs> she, <We have. laughs> yeah, she and I worked together a few years ago very closely. Um, on we were sort of the whole sales, marketing, and design team, the two of us together. And then um, Corey has been with me um, as online sales counselor at Beacon for the last what is it year and a half, Corey. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Then Julie um, worked with us there on pre-construction too. So I guess I'm supposed to be telling my story and I'm talking about the <laughs> two of you, but that's that's really how the three of us got together. We were fortunate to work together at Beacon. And I think um, really this podcast came out of a strong bond that formed between the three of us and recognizing that as women in the workplace, it was so important to encourage each other and to support each other. And we come from such different backgrounds. And I, I love that. I think it's what has made us stronger is our differences. So I'm really excited. There aren't two other ladies I'd rather be doing this with. So oh. yeah, that being said, just kind of my, my story in a nutshell. When I graduated high school, my dad took a position in California. I was, um, I graduated from high school in Massachusetts. And as a High school senior, the coolest place in the world to move, of course, is California. So I decided I was going to move <laughs> with my family and take a year to establish residency and then go to college. And the funny thing is, if you read my yearbook, it says I was going to law school. That's what I thought I wanted to do. But I kept <laughs> really glad I didn't because I would hate being a lawyer, but that was what I thought I wanted to do. And in that year off, my dad saw an ad in the newspaper for a job that mentioned interior design. And that had always been a hobby of mine. In fact, I found my ninth grade term paper was written about how to design a room and I got an A. So anyway, um, I took the job. It was in a flooring store and I spent several years learning the flooring industry. It was my job to meet the customer in the showroom, sell the job, to go out to their house, to measure it, to estimate it, to close the sale, to order all the materials, to manage the installation, the whole (laughs) job. And I learned so much and I decided to go to design school because I was starting to get requests to do design work for people. So I was really fortunate. I didn't really know anything about that world, but one of the top 10 design schools in the country was right down the street and I was accepted. And I went to school at night while I worked during the day. And after a couple of years doing that, I was so busy at work that I quit school 
Um, I'm a proud college dropout <laughs> as much as I advocate <laughs> for higher ed. And many people in my family have gone to the level of PhD. For me, it wasn't the right route because what I wanted to do didn't need a degree and the hands-on experience was a lot more valuable. So I worked in flooring for several years. Then I stayed home for a few years having babies. And then when it was time to go back to work, uh, worked in furniture for a while. And then I came across a, a woman that I really credit for where I am today. Her name is Kelly Clements, and I'm hoping she'll join us on this podcast sometime soon. Kelly is a designer in Edmond. Her company's Modern Whimsy Interiors. She was actually on HGTV's Design Star. And she wow. and I developed a friendship because we were both moms in similar situations and I was looking to do something more and figuring out what was next in my life. And she didn't have the right opening in her company, but she knew about uh, Beacon because she was doing their design work and she was getting too busy to continue doing it. She said, you need to go call these guys. So I did. <laughs> and after quite a few long interviews, um, I took the position knowing nothing about the industry. And that was eight years ago. Um, the end of October will be eight years. So ever since then, I've been uh, working in new home sales, starting from doing just the sales to now doing marketing, uh, design, management, kind of done a little bit of, of everything. But my primary role now is in management and training. And a um, little bit about me personally. I am uh, married to my husband, Jason, and we have a blended family of five boys that are crazy and smelly and addicted to video games. And <laughs> they are uh, ranging in age from nine to 17, fourth grade to 12th grade. So we're kind of in that season of life that they're, they're big and they're starting to drive and they <laughs> eat a lot. And <laughs> so life is kind of <laughs> crazy uh, with all of our boys around, but we love it. My, uh, on the side, I love to bake. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll know I make muffins almost every Sunday. So follow me to see the yummy muffins I'm making. I, I like to say I really want to kind of be like Martha Stewart when I grow up, except I'm not that neat and clean. It's funny you say that. My mom calls me mini Martha. Does she? Because she'll be like, she'll tell me something. I'll be like, oh, yeah, Martha Stewart. That's the Martha Stewart thing. She's like, well, how did you know? And I was like, well, I don't know. Like, I just know those things. <laughs> I, I like that kind of stuff. I like crafts and gardening and cooking. And yeah, I'll, I'll be, we can be Martha yeah, together. We can be Martha <laughs> together. Yeah. My, my more recent hobby is thrifting and estate sales. I've always been a bargain shopper. I hate paying full price for things. I've always shopped clearance racks. And I used to joke that my style at home was like, early American hand-me-down because most of my house is hand-me-downs from grandparents <laughs> and other relatives. But I have just fallen in love with discovering treasures from estate sales and things that um, people loved and are so much more unique than what you can buy new. So I am doing a little, I'm dabbling a little bit actually in reselling thrifted items, which has been really fun. So that's a little bit about me. Corey, why don't you go next? <laughs> well, um, like I said, my name is Corey. Um, if you're looking for my real name, it's very long. I have like four names, two first names and two last names. And they're really hard to say. But I'm from Ar I was born and raised in Argentina by Argentinian parents, a whole family from Argentina. So I didn't have any connection to the U.S. 
And um, when I was a teenager, my parents moved to Italy and they took me with him and me and my sisters. And that was like very dramatic, very upset to leave my friends and everything because I was only 16. And then I got to Italy and I was like rebellious and upset still. And I couldn't see any of the beauty <laughs> behind what was going on. <laughs> and I regretted terribly. Uh, but the best thing to come out from our time in Italy is um, meeting Mike, my husband. He was over there stationed with the Air Force. And uh, we just met in a tiny little island in the south of Italy. And it was like out of a movie. Like we met, we went for our first date out in a castle. Um, and then from day on, there on, it was like we couldn't just be away from each other. We found that we just loved each other. <laughs> and uh, we dated for what felt like forever. And then ended up moving to Japan together where we got married. And then out of nowhere, we ended up moving to Raleigh, North Carolina. <laughs> and that was like the most random place to choose. And over there is where I started my career as an online sales counselor. And that area was just booming, going crazy. Real estate was amazing at that time in 2014. Um, and that's, that's where everything started. And I didn't know I was going to like that. I was I had worked as a photographer before. I had done script writing as well. I've always been drawn to art. And there I was selling homes online. So <laughs> it was a completely different path. Kind of like same thing that happened to Beth. You just don't know where life is taking you, but it's taking you to a good spot. And then after a couple of years of doing what I was doing, uh, we ended up in Boise, Idaho with my family, um, my husband and my two little kids. And um, somehow I ended up finding a job for a small company in the middle of Oklahoma where I met like two amazing <laughs> people. And I'm so happy that that happened because you really don't know sometimes when you're making decisions that they're going to take you where they're taking you, especially because the decisions I had made with my career felt like a failure at that point. And that's really hard to say. But doing what I did led me to find the right fit later on in life. So I'm just happy that I made mistakes, happy that I was maybe egotistic and wanted to go bigger and then ended up having like finding happiness in a small builder in the middle of Oklahoma so far away from where I was <laughs> so that's where I met Julie and Beth and this is where we are today I have to say you have the most adorable little kids oh my goodness their little cheeks oh they're so cute I know that picture you sent of them today in the car I was like oh my goodness <laughs> so precious so, yeah, I have two little crazy munchkins, as I call them, um, <laughs> Aurora and Oliver, and they are super close in age. They're like less than a year apart and they're crazy and you might hear them in the background, <laughs> but you know, that's like, that's real life. <laughs> and we are, we, I'm a working mom and my husband's out there trying to wrangle them in as we are trying to do this. So if you <laughs> hear them, um, oh, it's life. Send me a message. I'll, <laughs> I'll send you a gift card if you're upset. <laughs> So now let's go to Julie. You'll see what she has to say about all this. <laughs> well, I, I don't have kids, but I do have a dog and a partner. So you might hear them in the background. He's in there watching watching football. So who knows what will happen? <laughs> I'm also a California girl like Beth. I was born there, raised there until I was about six. And then my dad got a job here in Oklahoma. So we moved away from all of our family and settled here in Oklahoma City. 
Uh, I grew up here until halfway through college when my dad's job transferred him and my mom back out to California. They moved out there right at the beginning of a fall semester, and I didn't want to drop all my classes and unenroll. So I waited a year, and then I only had a year left of college, and I was thinking like, well, I'll just stay here until I'm done with school. And then realization hit me, and I was like, why do I live in Oklahoma? <laughs> As an eight, as a twenty-year-old, when I could live in Southern California <laughs> as a twenty-year-old, so I ended up moving out there to California with my parents, with a year left of college, like an idiot. It took me about another year to find another college to go to. Uh, it's very difficult to be a senior transfer mm -hmm. student at university in California, so I ended up finishing my undergrad degree online from Arizona State University. And I majored in English, and I absolutely loved it. It was just a great experience. Something that I really enjoyed doing was writing and reading and just, I don't know, it makes me happy. I like getting involved in stories and reading. And we ended up moving back to Oklahoma. My dad's job said, oh, actually, we, we want you to come back here. And on one of their house hunting trips, they stumbled upon a model home that Beth was staffing for Beacon Homes. <laughs> And I remember they came back and they told me, oh, we look at this house. We met this woman, Beth. We think we really want to move in this neighborhood. Let us know what you think. So when we came back, we met Beth. I got to meet Beth for the first time. And my parents ended up doing a custom home on that model home right around the corner from the model home. So we got to still see Beth <laughs> as their house you know, started building. And I believe it was in December. I get a call from Beth. And I thought, okay, maybe she couldn't get a hold of my parents. She's calling me. She's got a question about the house, like, you know, what's going on. And she said, hey, um, this is random, but Beacon has an opening, and I think you would be good for it. Do you want to have an interview with all of us? And by all of us, she really didn't mean all of us. At the time, Beacon had, what, six employees? And <laughs> I met you guys at a Johnny's charcoal burger that. restaurant. That's right. <laughs> At the time, I was a vegetarian, and I remember I got a grilled cheese sandwich because <laughs> that's all I could have there. And I mean, I literally interviewed with Beth, the owners of the company, and I think the three or four other employees that were there. And it, you know, it went it went really well. It was long, like Beth said, several long interviews. <laughs> and then I had another interview with just Beth and one of the other owners. And a couple of weeks later, I started working with Beth and I worked with her in the sales and design department. And it was just us turning away in the one model mm -hmm. home that we had at the time. And then we had two model homes. So we had to yeah. split up a little bit. So we were both in a home. And then out of the blue, I get a call about a job offer that was in my field, what I went to school for. And, you know, it was kind of perfect for me at the time. I didn't want to leave Beth. I wasn't looking to leave Beacon. But this, that opportunity came up, and it was kind of too good for me to, to pass up. So I ended up leaving Beacon and went and worked at a different company for about three years. And then I'm sure we'll get into the whole story at some point. But one day, <laughs> so one day at work at that new job, about three years into it, somebody just made a really nasty comment to me. And I remember I called my boss, and oh, I just said, hey, I'm taking no. the rest of the day off. I, I don't want to talk about it, but I need the rest of the day off. Okay. And so I took that day off. I was already working from home. I remember I was just scrolling on Facebook and Beth, there's a post from Beth that popped up. And I was like, huh, I really liked when I worked with Beth. And so I just texted Beth and I said, hey, 
this is really random, but is, is Beacon hiring? <laughs> Beacon hiring? And she said, actually, yes, we are. Let me talk to Eric because I think we have something for you if you want to come back. And then so I did. I came back and I got to work with Beth again. Not one-on-one like we were before, but I did get to work with her again. And when I came back to Beacon, I was in my last semester of grad school. And I remember just being like in a really crazy season. And honestly, coming back to Beacon was like the perfect thing for me in my life at the moment. They let me leave early to work on grad school stuff, to work on my thesis. And it just kind of really, it really worked out. And I'm so grateful that I was able to, to make that switch during that time in my life. And then about a month ago, after another three years, I started a new job. Um, so unfortunately, I don't get to see Corey and Beth like I do every day, but it's still good. We have, you know, we still have our group chat and we're able to do this together. And it's it's just so refreshing, like you guys said earlier, to to have met two incredible people, you know, through one company that we all kind of stumbled into, yeah. you know, unexpectedly. I don't think it was in any of our plans to work at a custom new home builder, no. you know, in the middle of, especially Corey in the middle of Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> but like we said, you know, I think that that's what makes our bond so good and so unique is that we had each other to rely on and we still have each other to rely on, you know, even though we don't physically see, I mean, all three of us live yeah. in different cities. We don't physically see each other, right. you know, very often. Right. No. I think we saw each other, what, three times face to face all together. Maybe like like a total of eight hours, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. All combined. And you know, the funny thing is that is sort of the norm in a lot of the world now because of 2020. But that was our norm before that. We were already working remotely um, from different parts of the state and the country. And so I think... Um, we we were fortunate to have a little bit of a head start on uh, a little bit of a different work environment and fortunate to work for a company that was willing to take a different, um, just let us try some different things that worked for our personal situations and our families. I think that's one of the things I'd love to, I'm looking forward to exploring together is different ways that women are able to work and structure their work home life to get that balance that they're Mm -hmm. looking for. It's something I feel like I want to highlight is the fact that the owners at Beacon Homes are two men and they have been incredibly supportive of me and everything that I've wanted to do in my career. And they took a chance on me at that time because I lived in a completely different state and they had never had a remote worker like myself. I mean, Beth was remote but from Tulsa and she had lived in the area so it was different and then I don't know where before COVID and before all the craziness which was like a month before COVID <laughs> that I got hired so yeah. <laughs> it, was like, it was crazy I thought I was gonna get fired my first week at work I was like well this thing happens everyone's oh, firing no. people I'm gonna get kicked out of here and now I'm still here so <laughs> I just uh, I want to highlight the fact that they they have been amazing. And the fact that we need, we met each other in that company at that time in our life is because they created a culture that like nurture that type of people. And, and yeah. it's amazing and amazing things can happen when you have the right Absolutely. leadership. So.
since this is our first episode and it's kind of an introduction to our adventure together, uh, we wanted to give you a little sneak peek or a little idea of what you can find here. Um, and hopefully we'll stick to our plan. You never know where things are going to go with us. But um, we have a few different ideas on what we want to do. So, Beth, can you go ahead and give us a little sneak peek of yeah, what's coming? Yeah, so we have a variety of women that we're hoping will be guests for us on the show because we really would love to hear from different women who are coming from different perspectives, different fields. Um, and learn about what's important to them in their personal life, what are challenges that they faced in the workplace. Maybe it's working moms, maybe it's exercise, maybe it's health issues, maybe it's practical things like hiring a good attorney, <laughs> decorating your rooms, um, mental health. We've talked um, in the past about postpartum health. That's a, a topic that we're really passionate about. Um, pets, fun stuff, you know, so we really want to mix up the fun stuff and then the heavy, important stuff, because I think that's what uh, is cool about our group is we have such a varied set of interests and we really want to explore all the things that are unique about women and things that are important to them. Yes. And I think something we've said in our conversations before we created the podcast is the fact that we're all in very different, um, what Beth calls them, different seasons of life. Yeah. Um, you have Julie. She doesn't have kids. She has pets, too. You have me. I have crazy little ones. You have Beth and her big family. And I mean, we're all in it trying to make yeah. it work. <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, we are trying to explore what that looks like for different people. Uh, their passions, the the things that drive them every single day. And we'd day. love to hear from you if there are topics that are of interest to you. Please send us a message. We would be glad to explore things that we know you'd love to hear more about. And I think, you know, your personal life, your professional life, your upbringing, who you interact with, it all shapes who you yeah. are in all of those aspects. So, you know, how you are at work versus how you are at home, Corey, how you manage having two little ones and working from home is important for not only women to know about, but for the men that we spend our lives yeah, with, yeah. you know, some of us. I think we should have men in, in an episode and we ask them how they balance their family life. <laughs> That's what I was getting at. You know, like everybody talks about how easy men have it, but I think that showcasing all the things that women go through and we're still here and we're still thriving. Yeah. And you important. said earlier that this yeah. has all been possible because we have two men who own the company that we all work for together that have been supportive. And so um, I think we would love to have men who are listening to our podcast who want to understand how to better support the women, either that are coworkers or maybe that they're managing in the workspace and to, to be able to make it, um, a culture like we've had where we have all felt really free to find good balance in our lives. Yes, yes. we do need yeah. we need male allies to help us. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, I couldn't do what I do if my husband wasn't here. I'm not a single mom. I have no idea how single moms do it. 
And if there's someone out there that's a single mom that wants to give us some tips, go ahead because I applaud you. I was a single mom for a period of time. You know, I, I was divorced and I'm yeah. remarried now, but so I've, I've lived both and it is really hard to be a single parent. Yeah, it's a challenge. And so I think, um, you know, one of the things as we were planning this, I, I think sometimes you hear about women talking about women and it's very anti-men. And I love that that's not, that's not how we feel at all. We recognize that they're fantastic allies yeah. and help and support and that we complement each other so well. And they're cute sometimes. But only some like Jamie from Outlander. Just a little tidbit: Corey and I both love Jamie from Outlander. Oh, let's not get into <laughs> it because it's going to get bad in here. <laughs> we have to put a disclaimer in this episode. There's a mention of Jamie Fraser. Well, we were going to ask in each podcast of our guest what their guilty pleasure is, but I think Corey's and maybe mine might have to be. Jamie from Outlander. <laughs> I mean, there's a whole section of TikTok dedicated to this man. He is, oh <laughs> man, he's wonderful. But I love you, babe. Don't, don't be jealous. <laughs> I actually have a life-size cardboard cutout of him in my garage. Now, my husband bought him for me because I accidentally bumped into the garage wall and made a hole in it one day. So Jamie is there to tell me when to stop the car, not to pull forward any further. But he's great eye candy. And he really scares people when they walk up to my garage. And it looks like there's a six foot tall uh, Scottish man in a kilt standing in my garage. It's pretty funny. Okay, I'm trying to look him up so oh, I can understand oh. what, what you. I mean, I think what makes Jamie so appealing to us is that it's mm -hmm. a man written by a woman. Yeah, that's true for women. <laughs> he yeah, is yeah. everything you can dream of. He is attentive, but he's also like aggressive and ready to <laughs> chop someone's heads off for you. Yeah. I mean, he. Yeah, yeah and you have to sexy, really so. watch the show. It's not just about like a good-looking picture. Not the looks. Yeah. And the book, I mean, the book just made him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> I got it. Yep. She's going to start binging Outlander. Yeah. It's in Netflix. Everyone, go watch it. <laughs> yeah. And we're all big readers too, I think. Right? Both of you ladies love to read. Oh, yeah. Yep. We are currently reading Dune. Oh, I've heard lots of things about that. I will say. It is a very challenging read. You yeah. have to like really be not distracted. You have to, you know, you can't have the TV on in the background, at least for me. It has to be kind of quiet. There's a lot of crazy words. There's a lot of characters and there's not a lot of setup for a lot of things. So you really have to be on when you read it. However, it is very good. I really enjoy it. Oh, cool. So that's what we're reading. And I know there's like a bunch of in the series. So we'll see how far we go. <laughs> I'm in a book club, and if you're one of my friends that's in the book club with me and you're listening, I apologize because I never read the books. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm there for the cheese and wine and, and, and happy, happy moments. Um, and I, I tend to buy them for um, on an audiobook so I can listen to them as I'm putting my kids yeah. down. That's like real life right there um and then I fall asleep halfway through the listening and I wake up hours later and I'm like what what happened so uh but one that we're reading right now is the wedding the wedding guest I think it's part of uh Reese Witherspoon's book club um recommendations mm -hmm. and it's apparently a thriller 
um, with like a, a hint of mystery. So I think it's going to be very good. I'm going to listen to it in the plane in a couple of days. So I won't have any distractions or, <laughs> or um, yeah, I won't be able to say I didn't have time this time. <laughs> and that counts as reading. I know people say like, oh, yeah. I, I listen yeah. to a book and it's like, no, yeah. audio, you read the yeah. book. I agree. Audio book is the same thing as reading a book. So if Jamie is our uh, guilty pleasure, what's yours, <laughs> Julie? Oh, what's my guilty pleasure? I, well, anytime the John Wick movies are on TV, Ooh. I will put them on. I mean, okay, it, it's Keanu Reeves. I, mean, okay. I don't know. I, <laughs> I put it on every time. I've seen them all. I've seen like... I've seen them all, and then I've seen like the same parts of all of them when they're on TV. <laughs> and of course, they're like all edited, and it's not the same. But it's just one of those things that, I mean, I can't not watch it. So <laughs> they're good. I think that's gonna do it for this, you know, first episode. Getting to know all of us. You can keep up with us on social media at Tough as Nails Pod on both Instagram and Facebook. You can follow uh, my personal Instagram at Julie B. That's J U L I E B E E. And I'm Beth W. Bird, and that's Bird with a Y B Y R D. And if you're looking to follow me and see a bunch of puppy and baby pictures with a side of good photography, uh, you can follow me at <laughs> Coralito101. Um, and we'll put it in the description here so you don't have to spell because I'm not good at spelling, so you shouldn't have to either. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time. <laughs>